Hey, welcome to episode three of the Thriving Creative Collective. In this episode, I am going to talk about goal setting, especially what happens when you don't reach your goals. In the past, I have really struggled with goal setting. I've done the typical methods. I attended all the trainings at the beginning of the year and I would not get the results I wanted. And it wasn't until I started doing something differently, setting goals differently, that things really started to click. I started to feel better about myself, my achievements, and I started to get the results that I wanted. I was looking at what really mattered with goal setting. So I'm just gonna dive right into this episode with you, and I'm so excited to hear about your takeaways are some really important things that you are missing with goal setting. So many people, especially with the new year recently happening, we're teaching you how to set goals, break down your plans for 2020. And honestly, it's not super effective. Now, some people might experience great results. Maybe they have, but there's a key component that they're missing and really You're setting yourself up, they're setting you up to fail. And so I want to teach you about what that is, what you can change. I am here to bridge the gap between goal setting that's failing you and goal setting that sets you up to thrive. So a little bit about my story and goal setting. Um, It's never really been my kind of thing. People would ask, do you have a New Year's resolution? I'm like, no, that sounds fluffy and weird. Like, why wouldn't I just change something right now if I wanted it to change? And I honestly avoided goals in my business, in my personal life, because I've never really been... I I had never seen myself as a successful person. I didn't get good grades in school. I was never highly motivated to accomplish things in the traditional sense. And so goal setting didn't really fit into my personality. It was just something that I wasn't interested in. And if I did set a goal in my business, when I really started to want to see that success, I really wanted to see results in my business. I really wanted to provide for my family. I had this beautiful vision of the business I wanted to create. I wanted to see that come to life. I wanted to do amazing collaborations. I had big dreams, but I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to in my life and business by setting goals. And I would kind of take two paths, (laughs) getting really down on myself, or double my efforts, keep pushing really hard. And there is a reason for this. There's a reason why I wasn't seeing the results I wanted from the goal setting and my plans to reach my goals. There's like a scientific reason that I want to teach you guys about. So has this happened to you before? I like to talk about two different types of scenarios. They're kind of extremes for when you don't hit your goals. So let's just say you hit a month-long goal because year-long goals, if, you, if you're setting those, you probably have known for a while you weren't going to hit it. It's not like at the end of 11 and a half months, you know, two weeks before Christmas, you're like, wait. I need to make, you know, $80,000 more. You probably saw it coming. But if you look at something like a launch goal or a one-month goal, what happens to you? What do you you experience? What do you feel? What do you think when you don't hit that goal? 
This is super important. And I see in myself and in my clients, one of two extremes. So you might be like a doubting Dana and you say, wow, I suck. This is never going to happen for me. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. You're exhausted. You're defeated. And maybe you go radio silent from Instagram. You're emotionally struggling to get back into your business. Maybe you go back to the drawing board. You're like, I just need a new plan. I need a different approach. I see this all the time. I experience this at a deep level. Or maybe you're more like a hustle Hannah and you say, okay, well, I just need to work twice as hard. I just need to create twice as much content. I need a new freebie. I need more blogging. And you go back to the drawing board with a different approach, a different offering, but you're like, I am ready to put in the hours, put in the effort to make this happen. So who here has been a doubting Dana or a Hustleana after not hitting their goal? So there's a third option. I call her confident Claire. Claire is neutral. She does not find her worth, her happiness, her power, her success in hitting her goals. And so what if you were like Claire? What if you were neutral and you had this radical confidence, which I call the clearly confident mindset? If you had that in your business, maybe you wouldn't go back to the drawing board all the time. You'd be taking responsibility for your actions, like looking at what you could tweak to get yourself different results, what you could be doing to take care of yourself during this time, Were you being the best version of yourself? Were you getting distracted with shiny objects in your business, chasing the next cool thing? Could you be more focused? And these are the types of things you would ask yourself. And now I want you to just notice that these questions are empowering and asking the right questions is really important and it's something I think is invaluable in your business. And so instead of asking yourself something like, why is no one signing up? Why is no one buying? This isn't helping you. What you need to be asking is, how can I get more people to sign up? Or what can I do to get more people into my program? And learning to ask yourself these right questions is super powerful, but honestly, it's just a band-aid to your problems. And I'm gonna go into what that is. It's super powerful to change the way, reframe, the way you're seeing things, the way you're talking to yourself, but this really is just a band-aid to cancer. And so correcting your thoughts, it's a tool, but it's not actually the most powerful tool. And this is why I talk about how writing affirmations, mantras, journaling, it's, it's not enough for you. It's not enough to create a clearly confident mindset. And to do that this way with affirmations, journaling, mantras, you'd have to be super consistent over a long period of time, which if you're like me, (laughs) you're like, wow, that sounds boring, not fun. I like taking action. I like results. And I don't want to be doing the same thing over and over again or be glued to this um, ritual. Though there is power in that, um, just knowing that, honestly, It felt like it would require a lot out of me. And so I was like, there has to be another way. And so I'm going to jump quickly into why this is a Band-Aid. And I'm going to create kind of a visual for you. So I want you to imagine a pyramid. And at the bottom, we have our actions and our behaviors. And then on top of that, we have our feelings. So the feelings, believe it or not, 
all of our actions are based on feelings. And so no matter what you are on the Myers-Briggs, a feeler or a thinker, you're acting on feelings. And then on top of feelings, we have thoughts. And our thoughts, they cause these feelings. And so what causes our thoughts though? It's our beliefs and what I like to call our identities. So all of this stuff trickles down and affects everything. So you can't really change something at the bottom and expect to see things at the top change unless you are doing it consistently for a long period of time. But if you change things at the po- at the top, which is our beliefs and our identity, then everything else is going to trickle down. And that is why creating new habits this way is so hard. If you're just focusing on actions, it's really freaking hard. And I say it feels like pushing. And if you think about diets you've maybe done or just new habits, you're just changing the actions, the bottom stuff, and it's really hard. And now therapy and amazing things like that will help you loosen up the feelings and the thoughts. And they're so important. I don't want to diss them, but there is there are really powerful ways that you can change your beliefs and identities. And that is going to serve you so much better than just changing your actions or your thoughts or your feelings. And, you know, maybe you've really struggled with changing your thoughts and feelings in the past. And the thing is, those thoughts and feelings, they point to your identities. So what if I told you there's a really amazing focused way to change your identity and your beliefs? You might think it's really hard. It's actually not. It just takes some focus and some commitment. And I also want to add in that a life-changing event can also push you to change at the identity and belief level, um, and that can trickle down your act, your actions, your feelings, and your thoughts. Um, if you think about like people who quit smoking because they found out they had cancer or just a life-altering event, they lose somebody, they dramatically change their life, they lose their job. You know, these things they can happen. But it doesn't take a life-altering event for you to change your identity and your beliefs. And you don't need to push and do things that don't feel good for months and months to see real change, to start acting, feeling, and thinking like the confident person that you know you need to be. You need to be that person to double your rates without spending hours blogging, writing emails, social media stuff, to show up live with having, without having to fake that confidence and create an amazing client experience without being emotionally drained from working with your clients. These are all things that will be possible for you when you change your beliefs and your identity. They'll work for you and not against you. And so now I want to go back to goal setting because this is super important. And so often we're setting goals with what kinds of things do I need to do to get these things? So I was actually in a workshop the other month and we were planning out our year. And, you know, most people in the room, including me, we had an income goal because that's honestly a really amazing way to measure success in our business. Businesses make money. They make impact also, but it's just one metric. And so maybe you're like, I have an income goal. Maybe you're like, I just want to start booking five-figure clients. I want five of them. That's awesome. Of course, we need to get really specific about our goals or else we're shooting for nothing. (laughs) Maybe a vague feeling. No, we need to be specific and have something measurable. And 
maybe when you're setting goals, you're breaking down month by month what you need to do, how much money you need to make. And when you're setting goals, you're really not focusing on your internal resources and who you need to be. You're focusing on what you need to do. And so it's going to catch up to you because you're doing things that a different kind of person is doing. So if you don't have those internal resources like confidence, focus, passion, whatever it is, or that kind of support you need, that's when it gets really hard and that's when it catches up to you. So what if we broke down who you need to be? What kind of internal resources do you need? Confidence, focus, how do you need to invest in yourself? Is that creating a morning routine? Is it meal prepping every Sunday so you are energized and don't get that 3 p.m. slump? Do you need to invest in a coach or programs that put you in the room with other creatives and entrepreneurs who have the same goals or moms or single women or wherever you are to become who you want to become to have the things you want? So goal setting traditionally It's so much more powerful when we look at the be, do, have model. So this is kind of a simpler way than looking at the pyramid I created with y'all. Most of us are living our lives and we've been conditioned by society to have the have, do, be model. So we say things like, once I have 10,000 followers on Instagram, I'll show up every day on stories and I'll be super confident. So you're saying I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna show up every day on stories until I have 10,000 followers. I'm not gonna be confident until I have 10,000 followers. Do you see how disempowering that is? How it stops you from taking action? How it really is framing your world and your life like I can't be and do those things until I have that. And a lot of us have this programming running in our subconscious mind. We're not consciously aware of it because you might be sitting over there thinking, yeah, that actually makes no sense. But we're doing that so much in our lives and it isn't until we become really familiar with focusing on who we're being first before having and doing that we begin to kind of create this change in our life and things don't feel so much like pushing. They don't feel as hard. We get to do them with more ease and fun. And so of course, start mapping this out with what you wanna have. There's no problem with you consciously thinking of that first, but I want you to work backwards with not just what you need to do, but who you need to become. What kind of internal resources do you already have and what internal resources do you need to cultivate? So this is confidence, focus, determination, and then also seeking outside support. What programs do you need to be in? What coaches do you need to hire? What kinds of things do you need to invest in? Maybe it's childcare, maybe it's a house cleaner, maybe it's you know working Saturday mornings if you have a nine to five. What do you need to invest in? And who do you need to become? I want you to get super duper clear on this. And it's going to change so much in your life. I first started playing with this when my coach, Lexi D'Angelo, she was posting on her stories about this. And she was kind of on her health journey, changing the way she ate and exercised, you know, the basics, really. 
But the way she was talking about it was super refreshing to me because she wasn't talking about how she's trying to do all these things. She was talking about how she was changing her identity to someone who is healthy, someone who takes care of themselves, someone who loves themselves. (laughs) I may be elaborating into what more of it meant to me. And I started just kind of talking about this identity. I kind of did it with my husband. We were playing around and I'd be like, I'm going to eat an apple instead of a brownie because I identify as a healthy person. And I did it as a joke, kind of. We were being playful with it, but it was making a huge impact. Like I was easily choosing foods that felt really good. I was ordering things on menus that, you know, I guess I was getting the salad instead of the burgers, stuff like that. No beef to burgers. I love burgers. But um, I was making healthier choices without, you know, restricting diets or whatever. And then I started to kind of play with this in my business. And I realized that as I was wanting to launch my coaching business, I didn't see myself as a successful person. And I touched on this a little bit as to why I didn't set goals for so long. It's because deep down, I believed, and literally I had to go back to like a childhood memory to change this. Um, I believed that I wasn't a successful person. That just wasn't part of my identity. And through the power of neurolinguistic programming and hypnotherapy, I was quickly able to change that very, very quickly to I am a successful person. And I still deeply believe that, which is so funny because it's like no one could tell me I'm not successful, but it's radically changed the way I show up in my business and my life. And because I have that belief in my business, I just have more energy. Yes, my energy is different, meaning I like talk differently, I look different, I act differently, but I just was motivated. I could go. I wasn't afraid of things that I was afraid of. I was able to move forward full force and launch my coaching business, make $4,000 my first month. And it feel really dang good. I was able to hop on coaching calls and not feel like a total fraud or imposter. It's like, no, I'm so ready for this. And that changed how I was able to help women how I was able to step up and really serve my clients without worrying about my own stuff and feeling anxious. Am I good enough? Am I ready for this? And because guys, before it was just a hot mess and now it feels so differently. And I get to spend more time with my toddler, go on trips to Europe with my husband and just be who I want to (laughs) be, who I was meant to be feels really good and really empowering. So I hope this was really helpful for you and I want you to kind of play with that. Identities and beliefs, they can really start with I am. So like I said, I am successful. I am healthy. What I am statements can you start thinking about and playing with and stepping into every day? I actually, so I teach this really in depth in the Thrive Collective, which is my membership. And I walk you through the whole process to the Clearly Confident Method, which is specifically for business owners. Um, The mindset mastery in that really is just like life-changing and can be used with any part of your life and business. That's why I love it so much. It's so powerful. But I also take you through your messaging and your content and how to really step that up 
along with your sales process so that you can become unstoppable in your business. You can do things like double your rates. You don't have to spend all your time blogging, emails, opt-ins, social media, content creation. You can really position yourself as an expert and sell with ease, have fun in your business, and something I'm really passionate about is kicking overwhelm to the curb, like retraining your brain to not go to overwhelm when you have all the ideas, all the things to do, all the things going on. It actually is just your brain. It's been trained to be overwhelmed because we live in a world where there are so many dang choices. (laughs) There's so many things you could or should be doing. So Super amazing. I actually have a free training that kind of covers the basis on basis basis on this. And if you go to thrivingcreative.co slash free, so that's just thrivingcreative.co slash free, you can get this free training. Super powerful. And I'd love it if you DM'd me. I love having conversations, voice memos hashing things out on Instagram and DM about how you can use the be, do, have model in your business and change the way you set goals, change the way you hit goals, what that feels like. Super empowering stuff. And I'd love to hear about your breakthroughs from this podcast and the free training because I just love connecting with you guys and Instagram is such a great place to do that. So this was just a super casual episode of the Thriving Creative Collective, and I'm so grateful you joined me here. I'm currently doing a giveaway for three Glossier gift cards. All you have to do is leave a review. Super simple on iTunes. It'll take you less than two minutes, and I'm randomly choosing three people, so your odds are so good. Leave a review and let me know what you thought of this episode, and we'll talk soon. Thanks so much for joining me on the Thriving Creative Podcast. Real quick, I wanted to let you know I'm doing a giveaway. It's super easy to enter. All you have to do is write a quick review on iTunes. We'll take you two minutes and you'll automatically be entered to win one of three Glossier gift cards from now until February 14th. So go do that real quick right now. And if you want to learn more about how to double your rates without feeling like an imposter, I have a free training for you at thrivingcreative.co slash free. You're going to get instant access to this and it's totally free. I cannot wait for you to DM me with all the amazing breakthroughs you will have. So I will see you next Tuesday for another episode of The Thriving Creative.